0: everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Snot Rocket podcast. I am Andrew, and joining me is Tommy. How are you doing, Tommy?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, my man.
0: All right. In this episode, we're going to be talking about all things NYC and the marathon. Yes. Uh, the New York City Marathon takes place this Sunday, and while it's not one of the oldest races in America, it's certainly one of the most celebrated. So we have Tommy, who's run the race, and it's going to give us some background, and we're going to talk a little bit about some in-depth uh, coverage of the race. And it's history, basically, but we're going to yeah, talk. Yeah, be it
1: should be interesting. Yeah,
0: and I think it's going to be good. And I, I, we're
1: going to say something stupid, you know, like we normally do. Probably. And you could we're going to be drinking out. beer. And we're drinking beer, yes. I feel so weird showing up to the house without beer.
0: Yeah, I provided tonight's you know? beer, and yeah. tonight's beer is called Baby Shark. Doot, 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 doot,
1: nice. doot, doot. Very good.
0: Cheers, bro. Cheers. This nice. is from Aslin Beer Company, and it is a Virginia beer. And it's brewed and canned in Alexandria, Virginia. Tasty,
1: Yes. So here we go. And it's 5.5%. Nice.
0: A very light IPA. Not hazy, just a good old-fashioned IPA. But okay.
1: it's weird, though, showing up without this. I feel kind of half-naked yeah, walking up. The only thing I, that felt normal were the dogs Are freaking out on I me. Mean, <laughs> other than that, I'm like, I think gosh,
0: You felt like you were forgetting something, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually come with the beer, but tonight I said, "Hey, I got it, Tommy." So we are underway. Uh, let's go ahead and let's get into our housekeeping.
1: Um, Tommy, I'll go ahead and let you take this one. Got some this is, pretty good stuff. So, yeah, uh, yeah um, a uh, another elite Kenyan has gotten a ban. Shocker! Uh, this guy was interesting because he got kind of a double whammy. He got popped with drugs, and then he got popped like fucking with the tests and. Mm-hmm. Uh, lying and dicking around. So he got a 10-year ban, which is a serious one. And it's uh, Titus E... Uh, heck, I'm not going to be able to say his last name. I, w- I
0: was going to say Ekeru. Okay, let's go with that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, you did well on um, Etrea. <laughs> In, right? In Ingebrigtsen. Yes, well, no, no, you did terrible <laughs> with that one. But um, I got it now. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, and one of the cool things is one of our loyal snotties, uh had made a comment after we posted that on the page saying that... Uh, this makes sense after listening to your podcast. How about that? <laughs>
0: yeah, I, or, I mean, someone, a few people, a few snotties had to see this article and say, "Aha!" see? Yeah, now I they get were on to something. Yeah, so
1: good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So, um, normally somebody will get a four-year ban. But because this guy was dicking around yeah. and, like, jacking up, trying to jack up the test and tamper with it, he got a double whammy on top. Right. Of so, so his career is over. Yeah. Th-
0: th- that's probably the severity of it is yeah. it's 10 years. Yeah. Like, he's done.
1: He's yeah. done. Because I think he's in his late 30s to begin with. Um, I think he's, like, 36 or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's finished. Because, and really, with Kenyans, they are essentially running for the money and a livelihood. And... Masters runners don't really have a livelihood in to make in running. Mm-hmm. It's just really your own personal gain. Even okay. like most elite level masters run, runners are not making money. Like 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 um I don't know if Des probably made some money from Chicago as a masters runner, but
0: Well, she set the record, so I'm yeah. sure there's bonus money for that, right?
1: Yeah. Um that for setting an American record I don't know. Okay. I would not maybe not. A world record I do believe they give People bonus money, but it's not, it's nothing compared to what the marathons are going to give. And I, I want to say she's probably got somewhere around $5,000 or something like that. Okay, you yeah. know, it's not money to live on. So she's really banging on her, um, Brooks money and Brooks money the, and, the and
0: podcast and, yeah, and uh, you know, what else?
1: There being an, an, an announcer here and there and getting into that part of it. So really, distance running when you're a master's runner is really more about personal achievement. Mm-hmm. So, Fucking in Kenya, I don't, I don't know how big of a deal it is there. I think uh, it's all elite not. level guys trying to make, and women trying to make a buck. So this guy, he's done. Yeah. Hopefully,
0: he saved his money from his previous wins. So that yeah, he's that's if he did take well. it
1: back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good luck collecting, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Come I find spend, me in Kenya. <laughs> yeah, I spend it all on okay. whores and a Cadillac, <laughs> <laughs> and goats, <laughs> and dope, <laughs> and, and ETO. Uh, so.
0: this is a this is an article that I just found, and I, I. Uh, I put this in here, and this comes from the New York Post, and I thought this would be interesting. I thought you would really like to weigh in on this because running is dumb. Forget going – this is New York Post. Forget going for a run. Sitting in a hot tub can bring the same health benefits, according to a study. Yeah, <laughs> Just that think, headline
1: alone is a sh- – I think it also can give you chlamydia. <laughs> if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can get pregnant in the hot tub. That's, that was the... I have. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sitting in a hot tub for 30 minutes could be just as beneficial for health as going for a run, according to research from Coventry University in the UK. The, quote, the healing effects of water stretch back centuries and hot water immersion or hot water healing is practiced for spiritual, mindful, and health reasons all over the world, according to Dr. Tom Cullen, the assistant professor, blah, blah, blah.
1: Okay, right off the top of my head, uh, 30 minutes could be just as beneficial as going for a run. Uh bull and shit. No way. I, I there's no way I believe that. <laughs> oh, I this is a complete bullshit story, yeah. 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 But they, did, mean, a, they, they did a they did a study post, on it. So, so we,
0: Cullen's team studied the mood, heart rate, blood pressure, blood flow, cortisol, thermal perception and anxiety of healthy participants between the ages of 26 and 60. People in the study immersed themselves in a lazy Spa Mallorca Hydrojet Pro. Oh now. Available we see on who Amazon for two ninety nine ninety
1: nine. And now we see who sponsored this. Yeah.
0: A square hot tub that fits up to six people. Sounds like a good time. Sounds like your Saturday night, Tommy. Yeah, eight for, if you do it right. <laughs> for three and a half hour sessions over three days. Let's see what after their soak, participants saw blood flow to their legs increase by an average of three hundred forty five percent, about the same impact of <sighs> jogging for thirty minutes. Okay. I now I'm, I get the I get the circulation yeah. and, the,
1: and the and the water. Three hundred forty five percent is a lot. Yeah, that's I I that's mm, participants'
0: that's, heart rates after being in the hot tub matched those who had gone for a fast walk, an average of thirty one beats a minute, and I lowered I, their blood pressure. I
1: do think the blood flow would increase because that's kind of if you talk to a physical therapist who does hot and cold, that's kind of the deal is the hot will open things up and let the blood flow mm-hmm. and the cold can, constricts it. And it's kind of like um, an internal massage with your blood vessels mm-hmm. to get the good stuff out. And you know, So that getting into increase, I definitely buy. 345%, I I need to see some data and how they measured that because I...
0: Well, yeah. you don't get the cardiovascular. You don't get the... Right for lack of a technical term the the impact or the you know the the impacts on the joint so yeah. i mean uh, while i see it in strength, isolation yeah. but this is not a replacement for training
1: yeah yeah it's not because <laughs> it you're again like you're saying you're not getting the 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 muscle workout yeah. you know the, the the stress and tension on your muscles and you're certainly not going to be working your cardiovascular system like like you said you're just basically sitting in a hot tub drinking beer with with tits out is really what it all you know i mean <laughs> I well, can I see how that, that would increase of... your blood flow. <laughs> I wonder
0: if that was part of the study. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, put a uh, supermodel in here in the in the t- <laughs> yeah. see what pops up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I thought you I thought you would find that yeah, interesting. i was so. that mad.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, this can also have detrimental effects on people, like people who have issues with sodium. Getting yeah. too hot they could pass out, mm-hmm. it, you know, it could be heart you know, conditions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so risk,
0: risk of pregnancy
1: Yeah, so like with this some of this stuff kind of bugs me because they I don't want to say they cherry-pick But they give you the extreme of what it could be mm-hmm. and say this is why it's good for you And like it's a very it could be a very small amount of people who mm-hmm. this is helpful towards so um, and for
0: someone that's done research there's always another side to it. Yeah. That's, it's always yeah. like, yeah, but. And right. they, they don't – obviously, you're not going to publish that. I think it's more the headline right. was was shocker. You know, and and let's maybe. be
1: fair. If you're getting your health news from the New York Post, maybe you need to rethink. Uh, maybe, I don't know, go to your physician. Yeah. So like, I think
0: just they, they picked it up and, and ran with it because the New York Post is just all about – clickbait
1: headlines. Speaking of physicians, I had um, a checkup today. Oh. And my doctor used to be a runner. Um, okay. He's, he's into cycling and stuff. And we just started talking about drugs. And he I was he was talking about HGH. And I'm like, yeah, EPO is better. Kind of joking around. Mm-hmm. He's, getting, he's like, oh, you know, you got to worry about heart issues. And I'm like thinking... Uh, it was a little bit of a joke, dude. I, I and I and I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole with them, you know. Like, <laughs> but now that you talking about drugs, what I think about, it, you know, so I kind of just let him go on a little bit. But uh, can you write
0: me a prescription to the doc? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Can you you know where I can get something like in Florida, like through the mail? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, and then I, I'll, I'll let you take the next one there. The...
1: Yes. So the uh, the the thief Bib one. Yes. So this comes from there's. A, a, I think most people that are getting this podcast through Facebook know of Marathon Investigation. Mm. It's uh, this guy. Um, who I believe he has a little bit of a staff now to help him kind of research and stuff, yeah. um, catching cheaters in marathons.
0: I think we talked about him briefly w- when the the uh, race in Mexico where they had those people, the high number of people cheating. Yeah, right?
1: like a third of the amount of people yeah. cheating. Yeah, uh, this guy does some pretty intensive work. He really. You know, and he's the only one that I can think of that is really doing something along these these lines. Uh, well, this is a story from 2017. It's a repost. It's about um, this woman who apparently was stealing bibs to run in different Disney races, mm-hmm. um, and like he's got. So many things link, linked up from like the woman's arm swing from race to race to race showing like the right. same, like, cause the woman kind of has her wrist bent a little bit mm-hmm. and she usually wears like this, this, um, sweat, sweatband like the, go, it goes the length of her forearm yeah, and that's in all the, the different pictures, the wedding ring, uh, similar style watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just stealing people's bibs is what's yeah. going on. And so... The one woman she stole a bib from was, like, heavily involved in, like, one of those Disney charities, mm. um, and that was probably the wrong person to steal a bib from, because <laughs> <laughs> they were able to somehow, through social media, figure out who this woman is, mm-hmm. and, you know, the woman went, went to Disney and said, hey, this is going on, um, this is the person I believe stole it. And Disney was kind of smart about it, and they kept it quiet. Yeah, you know,
0: it's a really good article. It's long. It's it is lengthy, and he kind of walks through how the whole thing went down. But it's pretty interesting how they didn't really try to uh, bully her, so to speak, or draw a lot of attention to her. But they did definitely want to address her.
1: Yeah, which which is ironic how careful they were about not kind of blowing this for Mm. a. A lack of a better word to describe it. They were very careful about doing everything right, dotting the i's and crossing the t's, and the end result of it is kind of a letdown. Mm-hmm. So, this is a race of like thirty thousand people, right? You yeah. know, like how oh, we're probably never, never gonna find her. Well, this woman has a friend who is running in it, and is like, holy shit, I see her. Yeah. With so, they get in contact in the middle of the race. Um, And they meet up and they see her and they're like tailing her and they're talking to the race officials at the same time, keeping a a distance on it and they're videotaping and stuff. And they're like, okay, we're going to at when she comes to the shoot and goes through like where you get all the the food and stuff like that, then we're going to pop her. And they have a video of it showing Mm -hmm. this. And the people were like really careful to not go up and be like, hey, you have my number. Whereas... I might be like, "Yo, bitch, what you right. doing? My name on, you know? Yeah.
0: Let's throw down in the middle of this marathon. Yeah, yeah, I gotta <laughs> knock
1: you the fuck out." Um, <laughs> and then you see this woman get surrounded by security, and yes. you know, and she gets um, cops put her in uh, cuffs. Yeah. And you,
0: can you just imagine? Additionally, you they like, started Rodney King in
1: her ass. Yeah. <laughs> just start beating her right there in the middle of <laughs> the happiest place on Earth. On and Goofy says, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. And this, is, this one's from Mickey. <laughs> Mickey's <laughs> dropping elbows. <laughs> <laughs> the chipmunks are beating the piss out of her. <laughs> Tag team in her ass. <laughs> so um, after she's caught, they 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 escort her to her car. Where she's parked in a handicapped spot. Oh, (laughs) Jesus.
0: She probably doesn't even return her card after shopping. Yeah,
1: no question she doesn't. No question she does And she asks to speak to the manager all the time. Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) So, she doesn't wind up getting charged with this stolen bib. She gets a citation for an improper use of a handicap placard. Yeah. That's, I mean, I would have to think Disney's going to have her. I mean, she's, they're clearly going to have her trespassed from the property so yeah and with that you i think it's a year you can't come back for a year and by by law (laughs) they can only do it for a year i mean i think you know but um so if she shows up again they can have her arrested because Mm. when you trespass somebody you have to give them a chance to leave first right right um yeah
0: i i i would think they go as far as to ban her for life yeah Yeah, i would think so
1: too yeah yeah,
0: that would that to me would be commensurate you, to what she did. I mean,
1: to be honest with you, I would probably do that to anyone in any race. I was I was doing if they were using somebody else's bib, yeah. if if they stole it or it was just using somebody else's bib, yeah. I would probably be like, you and the person who are switching bibs are done. Now, if your bib is stolen, obviously you you know you're not going to get in trouble for having somebody steal your shit. But um, yeah, I would I would be like, yeah, you're going you're for, for life, yeah, yeah straight to jail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but really, I mean, it's kind of obtaining services under false. Pre- pretenses, if not yeah. flat out stealing, mm-hmm. you know, but so for some reason they didn't charge her with a crime, which is a little bit of a letdown, but it is an interesting story. Yeah. So if you want to go on to, uh, to marathon guide, uh, you may have to scroll at this point to get to it. Uh, it's just basically, it's, it says to catch a bib thief and yeah, marathon investigation.com.
0: And actually, you know what I think we're going to do? I'm going to start publishing our show notes because that way people can see behind the, behind the, the curtain of what, All right. Sounds of good. Of our research, just improve
1: and, and also see what we don't talk about and what we really screw up on. Yeah, that sounds. But good. I mean, it
0: has the links. so I think yeah. that's good. People can link, uh, you know, the stories and get a little bit more information.
1: Yeah, we're growing, man. Yeah, we are. We're, Before you know it, we're going to be at a hundred listens an episode, man. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be well. We already have one show that has. Over we do. Yeah, uh, actually, I
0: th- uh, I think we're at two shows are over hundred now, get so we're, out we're of town. somewhere like eight fifty. So. When we Holy hit 1000 listens, we're going to ha- we're going to have maybe we'll have like you a you guys g- like us. You give really like, I don't know why but you like us.
1: We'll have a, a And listen, offer if giveaway. you guys have an idea for a show, yeah. throw it along. And we still need one other person to get in the, on the uh sprint medley beer mile. We have we have a third. Yes, we have a third. So we need a fourth. Change your motherfucker.
0: If you're up to it. Yeah. Snotties. Yes. Hit us up. Yeah, and we yeah. No, you can't drink athletic beer. Uh <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and listen, we can even have two two teams have a competition. That'd, that'd be fine the, with the me. The more, the merrier. Although I'm going to stack the one I'm on because uh, I want to I win. <laughs> I win. Uh,
0: this one I threw in there too. Twin Cities. Uh, in the previous episode, we talked about how the Twin Cities Marathon was canceled. because yeah, it was 74 t- degrees out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is from KARE11. Twin Cities Marathon will... Uh, runners will receive refunds for canceled Twin Cities Marathon and the TC 10 Mile. Not much here with that, but just I thought it would be an interesting follow-up that uh, they are actually going to refund everybody's money, which, uh, okay, um, yeah,
1: that's, that's sporting of them. You know. That's
0: very nice of them, but you, you you're 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 going to go you're going to go broke doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless they're getting insurance. Yeah, and that's part of your um, because because they do have that now. They do have insurance for it, and some.
0: Well, the individual runners can do insurance. Well, the, but I one of the 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 timing race companies, can too. The races do that. The race
1: yeah. can too, and just build it into the price of the entry and not tell you. There you could do that. You know? Do you so, think like, that's a?
0: Do you think that's a COVID? Uh, yeah. Oh pay? yes, definitely. Because so many definitely. things were canceled yeah. because of yeah. COVID, and some people did get refunds. Some some right. races did not.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I I absolutely think that is that is a COVID thing. But I mean, think about it. If you're paying what uh, this Twin is Cities probably, like, is probably one, 115 bucks. Yeah. I mean, for them to have six dollars of that go to insurance in case it's canceled,
0: twenty I mean, to thirty thousand really runners.
1: I mean. Yeah. You know the bad PR for canceling and not giving money out is certainly worth $6 a runner or mm. whatever comes out. And it's probably less than, than that at those numbers.
0: And if you think, Tommy, and I mentioned this, to, I had this discussion with somebody when March of 2020 and there was a big race here that was canceled. How many times or how many races did you run and you checked that box that the race director reserves the right to cancel oh, yeah. the race for whatever reason, blah, yeah. blah, blah. blah.
1: And it's usually not only, it, it's not even just a checkbox. It's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, saying you, accept, here, yeah. you can't run with strollers, you can't run with the headphone, you know. Or even that lengthy paragraph when you used yeah, to mail, right. <laughs> you used to right. mail You can't sue us in. if you yeah. die on course. Yeah, it's all, yeah, no one, no one reads it, no one, it doesn't. No. Yeah. And you,
0: and you, yeah. and, and for years, people ran those races and they checked that box. Yep. And then the second, you know, we have a pandemic, a lot of people were very, very upset about the fact that they... Cancel the race and we're not going to get
1: And that's well within. I mean, you got to realize too that um, Twin Cities is going to probably lose money on this.
0: In the end, I think so, yeah. Because
1: those, those finishers' medals are all pretty much what worthless. Are you do to them? The awards. I mean all the water they had to donate I'm sure they donated all the yeah. supplies all the, the food at the end of it I mean what I mean are they going to save it for a year no No. so there's those a cost there they still had had to pay the bands if there's bands or whatever you know the, mm. and they had to pay pay those so they're losing out oh, yeah. on, on this deal yeah, they're, all, they're, all of they're not making money no. um, so it, it's but on the flip side of that you're not guaranteed in business to make money no no, no yep. So you're absolutely right it's yeah, I mean, there's there's two sides to this issue. Um, for me personally, um, I guess maybe I'm in a little different position because I have been on both sides. I've been on the racing side and on the race directing side. Mm-hmm. Like um, growing up, my dad was the one who put on all the races. You know, Hank, mm-hmm. yeah, Hank, he says hi. Shout out, him. Hank. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, but he's still dead. Um, you know, he was the one who put on all the, the races. And as a kid, I would help out. And so I kind of learned growing up that it just it was just normal to me to want to run a race and also help out it was, you because know, they're all volunteers and stuff. Yeah. I don't think most people who run have that other side to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think few people will help out. And if they do help out, maybe it's at a water stop or maybe it's handing out a, a bib or something. They don't get deep into the weeds of what it takes to put on a race. So right. I kind of see both sides of it. Um, and there's and a lot
0: of there are a lot of logistics involved with yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah. And when I say I help put on a race, something like the Twin Cities is a completely different language. Yeah. Like I'm talking about well, I, I think the most when I was a race director for races, the biggest race I think I ever did was like 640 people, mm-hmm. which is not a small race. It's a, it's a nice chunky race. Yeah. But Twin Cities is what 30,000 people. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 a pushcart um the Flintstones compared to an F F1, you know. <laughs>
0: well, and we're getting ready to talk about New York. They had to cancel for Sandy, so yep. we'll, we'll talk about that coming up. That w- that's that's even on a next level beyond I, Twin I Cities. have that shirt. Okay. Uh, and then <clears throat> one more piece of housekeeping. I got an email. Hoff got an email here. Ooh. Uh, I can't I'll wait read to it find out about this. <laughs> hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks for the mentions. As P.T. Barnum says, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Regards Alberto. (laughs) PS I never kicked a cat. Very hard.
1: (laughs) Very hard. Okay. Thanks for the email, Alberto. Oh Oh, which that also reminds me, um, in our hijack episode Yes. Which dropped today. Yes, by the way. Um
0: a week ago now.
1: uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh in the little blurb. It says we didn't call Alberto Salazar a piece of shit, and we're a bunch of liars. We did. Yeah, we, well, we yeah, lie quite a yeah. bit. So. Well, and, and and would you like to know why we called him a piece of shit in that uh, hijacked I don't episode? Know. It's because he's a piece of shit. That's why we <laughs> called him a piece of shit. So there's that. All, right. All so, right. New York City. New York
0: City Marathon, which will be happening this Sunday. And as I said... It's not the oldest race in America, but it just no. seems to be the one that all okay. the celebrities run. It's it's one of the
1: biggest. Um, oh, it's, I believe it's the biggest marathon in the world. Okay. It's not the biggest race in the world, but it's the biggest marathon in the world. Okay. Because I want to say Peachtree has like 60-something thousand. That's a 10K. Mm-hmm. Um, so New York gets right around 48,000, 50,000 people.
0: Which I don't think I'd ever run it. Just the logistics itself.
1: Yeah. It's just gives it's me anxiety. Zoo. Well, here's the thing. If you know it's going to be crazy, mm-hmm. and you know you're going to be clipping elbows the whole way, and you're expecting it, then you're, you are you kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah, if you, but I'm talking
0: about travel, where to stay, getting to the start. God, I'm,
1: I'm a New Yorker, man. I got you. I, I know I'm that. Yeah. I'm
0: saying... Just some hayseed like me coming from Virginia, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's got to be intimidating. Oh. I mean, I've run Boston. I yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> I've run Marine Deep Corps. Have you ever worn both jackets <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> That's right. I was supposed to be wearing my jackets tonight for this. I'm actually I'm wearing my Phillies gear because we're going for the NLCS tonight. So we'll see how that turns out. But I'm I'm I. Almost died. I'm well, and we'll we'll get let's, let's get into it because yeah, yeah, you have to qualify and
1: well for Boston for New York for New York,
0: but you need to have a qualifying time to get into a lottery, right? No,
1: no, no. New York. If you uh, there are qualifying times where you get a guaranteed entry, um, but it's a lottery. Okay, it's
0: okay. Lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it used to be where they would charge you 12, 12 bucks, and probably about a third of the people would get in, so they would get like. Hundred ten thousand people applying for this, you know, to get in, and and they would charge them twelve bucks a pop, and if you got in, the twelve bucks came off your entry fee, which whoop-de-do, it's like two hundred and eighty-five dollars, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, but then they That'll got sued. A bottle of water. But then they got sued, so they could not charge for the lottery, okay. Which probably made it a lot harder to get in because if it's free. I mean, why not put in? What's mm. what's the harm in it? You know, screw it. I'll just, you know. So it's, it's probably, I would have to guess the numbers are probably 150, 160,000 people are trying to get in every year. Um, and
0: All over the world. People yeah. Are trying to
1: and guess. this lottery has been going on since the 80s. That's, I mean, once New York um, blew up, not mm. the way Boston did. Is that mm. too soon? Yeah. <laughs> um, once, once the numbers really started to pop, it took you a second to get that one, didn't? It? Yeah. <laughs> so once New York really started to pop in terms of popularity, it became real. You know, they just had to, you know, re- restrict the number of of people. But even still, you know, you know, like probably back in the early '80s, it was getting you know thirteen thousand people, which is a Back then, n- nobody really cared about about running because back mm. then people were really racing. Yeah. Now you have a combination of people racing and people who want to do it for that bucket list and get the, you know, the medal kind of. And thing. it's
0: one of the Abbott majors, so yeah. you want to do that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I,
1: I don't know how, how much that makes of a dif- a difference. I think the prestige of it, and I think the people just wanting a New York medal, you know, to finish it mm. is really. I did the New York City Marathon. It just, you know, it it has just blown up. But let's go start at the beginning, shall we? Which is a good place. Yes. Uh,
0: The first New York City Marathon, Mm. and this is from NYRR, which is the New York Roadrunners, took place uh, September 13th, 1970, and it was in Central Park with a whopping entry fee of $1 and a budget. Now, we're talking about race management here, a budget of $1,000. Yeah,
1: which is... Yeah, a bargain. And there was 127 people who registered, and 55 people finished. Not and a very one, good.
0: Not a very good finisher rate.
1: It well, was, I mean, this in is 19, 1970. Yeah, so. this is 1970. People didn't care about running even less back then. I mean, this yeah. was this is right as that running boom yeah, started to happen. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to say because the running boom in this country really factored around two things. What Jim Fix's book and mm-hmm. Frank Shorter's win at Munich. And Frank Shorter's right. win was at 1972, and I believe Jim Fix came out in 71. So this is just right right at or right before when the running boom started to go and happen.
0: And, yeah, this is, a you know, right at the cusp of that where you were still kind of a weirdo if you ran. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because
1: you were still kind of a weirdo in the late 80s. I know I was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a weirdo. Um so the winner was a gentleman by the name of Gary Murky, mm-hmm. um, who now
0: you 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 have some information.
1: I do know. Yeah, I, I, d- Gary was good friends with my dad. Okay, um, he was a former uh, New York City firefighter, and he opened up uh, really in New York City the first running store called Super Runner Shop. Um, and Super Runner Shop, if I have my memory correct, that's kind of where New York Road Runners started to like really gather. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have the um, the packet pickups there for uh-huh. some of the races. They would have some meetings there. Um, and, of course, as, as New York grew, they had some of the smaller races there because the New York Roadrunners has a whole bunch of races. Um, but eventually, you know, the New York Road Roadrunners got to such a point where they actually bought a building – Right. Um, and they do everything out of, out of there. So uh, Gary Murky was very tight with them in that sense, and he was actually a member of the club that I grew up with in New York. Um, and he twice won the Yonkers Marathon. Now, if y- I don't know if they still have Yonkers, but Yonkers was the second oldest marathon in the country behind Boston. And that them. course was a motherfucker. <laughs> that course was tough. You had to be tough to do that one day. There and, still is a Yonkers marathon. Nice. Okay. It's it's brutal. It's tough. I know it it kinda and it's put on by the parks uh, the parks department there. In you Yonkers. want me to sign you up? I can yeah, sign if you up. I mean you yeah, I mean if you want to sign me up, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna go do it, but well, you could sign me up.
0: Um, Let me get your credit card.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he also won the Empire State Building Race. Yeah. Which that just sounds terrible.
0: It's it, it's not really like a road race. You're you're running no, you're up running the up Empire steps, State yeah. Building to the observation yeah. deck. And, yeah, which is nuts.
1: Uh, yeah, and I and mm-hmm. I had a friend in the 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 Cliff Bar Pace team who mm-hmm. did that that race a bunch of times too. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, now they gotta is.
0: have to, they have to limit their entries on that, or they do like stage. Yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They gotta do waves or stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: I don't I don't know how. I um. Yeah, I I don't yeah. think I ever had the. Um, interest in finding out more about it, except you started at the bottom and went to the top, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? imagine, that's all yeah. I really cared about.
0: Imagine if you were that lady that lives up there, and she's trying to like, get down to walk <laughs> her dog, right? right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a quick story about Gary Murky. So, my dad, uh, you know, as I was saying, used to put on a lot of races at with the club that we're at, in um, back in New York called Taconic, and he put on a cross country relay it was four people and it was a 5k and it was through like this shitty like trail like my dad was a he was a sick dude with this stuff he'd make mm. you through so the park it was in in the summertime had this lake and in the wintertime they would dam it up so it would trickle through so it was mostly mud mm. where it normally fill up and he had us run through through that right oh, cool. there you know i mean you would lose a shoe in there yeah um, that's awesome yeah that he he really was was twisted and uh gary murky was running with the firefighters Okay. And I was running with our club. No, I, I'm sorry. I was running with a team that I, I put together, um, and their guy came through first, mm-hmm. and my guy came through second. And so Gary's taking off in first place, and I'm coming right up on his, on his ass in second. We're coming up to this little stream, and Gary's tiptoeing on the rocks, and I just come up and I plant right in the middle of it. I splash up on him like pansy and I run past him, you know? Yeah. So I, uh, I trash talked the first, uh, winner of the New York city marathon. like a dickhead nice. that I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I told the first thing I did when I got done, I'm like, dad, guess what I did? Yeah. <laughs> like what? He's like, I told him, he's like, Oh, right, here you go. Good
0: job. He probably like give you a little pat on the head. That's
1: my yeah, boy. Like, yeah. it's my boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Gary, Gary was, uh, he was a cool dude. He, uh, Usually when they do a, um, when they're doing the marathon and they have time to do, or if you watch it early on enough and they do like a history thing, they will Mm -hmm. have Gary on to talk about it. Um, And I want to say he ran, I don't know what he ran. He ran two hours and change. I mean. Yeah. I'm trying to look at
0: the results right now.
1: It was, it was, I mean, 55 people finished it, you know. Yeah. So
0: it's not on their website. And at that time they were. Straight using the uh, uh, sundial. <laughs> so I'm sure that information is out there.
1: Uh, I bet you I can find it. Yeah, Go ahead and you uh, filibuster and I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, in
0: 1971, the first women's winner was Beth Bonner. She was 19 years old at a, a world record time.
1: And uh, Imagine that, having a world record in marathon in 19. Although the guy now is 23.
0: so Yeah. And this is seventy one. With women, it was still a time when not a lot of women were running. So no,
1: yeah. I mean, most of them were in the kitchen <laughs> doing dishes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I don't think when I say something, and I. I love it. You have no filter. And that's, that's that's. Gary Murky ran two thirty one.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: And it's funny as they list it, they say it was a course record. Like really, it was the first time that it was that it happened. So <sighs> all nice right, delicious. good job. Thanks, guys. so yeah so she so Beth Bonner and I believe she um is credited for the first sub three hour women's marathon
0: okay and her uterus didn't fall out no no imagine that yeah yeah yeah
1: and then, uh, and then, and then shortly after,
0: they got the right to vote. So it was great. I mean, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, and
1: then they let them drive, and it's been downhill ever since. Uh, we are so uh, in fucking trouble. <laughs> I'm the worst. And it, and unfortunately for Beth, in 1998, she was struck and killed while out on her bike. Uh, well,
0: arrived, well, Jesus, so.
1: Tommy. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's too bad. But you know, she was staying active, so we give her. You know, God bless her. A good on her for
0: that. Yeah, you know? twenty-seven years after, so she was like, uh, yeah, forty-six years old. Yeah,
1: that's young. That's young.
0: All right, so things things started to pick up after that, though, because it started to attract more bigger names. For yeah, and
1: and you want to know why? Because money, money. they money. were getting paid under the table. Yeah. <laughs> so in 1976, Bill Rogers and Mickey Gorman. They destroyed the course records by like 10 minutes each. So mm. that's when the big names, you know, the really talented people were coming in and, and, and running it. Because New York is is not a fast course. It's tough. Um, so but,
0: up until that point, though, was it not just run through C- Central Park and then in, in 76 is when they actually I ran think, it through the five boroughs?
1: Well, I don't know when it started going through the five boroughs, but I believe the first year was the only year it was Only in Central Park. I think after that, they they ventured out. Yeah,
0: this says to celebrate the United States Bicentennial, the 1976 New York City Marathon takes place through the five boroughs of NYC with still only 2,090 entrants and 1,549 finishers.
1: You know, if I put a marathon on and I got 2,000 people, I wouldn't be upset with that as a a race director. I'd be like, cool, that's a a decent race. You know, because, I mean... Um, you look at some you know the two marathons here. I mean, the marathons themselves probably don't get more than 2,000 people no and and they're mid-majors, would you say mm-hmm. mid mid-sized marathons they're I mean, as
0: far as the east coast goes they're they're you know highly visible
1: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean there's there's not uh, would you say there's more than 12 marathons that have uh, over 10,000 people? In the world, in the country. in the country, obviously Chicago, New York, uh, Houston, chi- Houston, used, uh, Boston, Marine Corps, L.A., um, Twin Cities, Twin Cities, Miami, uh, C.I.M. Do they get that big? C- uh, I don't know. They they, they they That's an iffy one. Mm. But <laughs> even then, we're st- we're still at nine. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if we're gonna get a dozen. I mean, so I'm two sure thousand s will let us know. Two thousand is not is not awful, um, so but but I think this leads us into well what Bill, Bill Rogers
0: who, who was Boston Billy he eventually went on a run so yeah he, yeah
1: he won what four in a row
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah and then have um, had a gold medal at least he would have had a solid shot at it yeah so he got stiffed out of that mm. um, but he'll get over it you know he's I'm from crazy. Boston. You can pound sand that beaner.
0: And in 78, Greta Weitz sets a world record of 232.30.
1: Let's hold off on Greta. We'll get back to her. Yeah, because she she deserves um, a bit of time. But obviously, anybody who knows anything about New York knows the reason why New York has exploded and the popularity it did is because of Fred LeBeau, who was the race director. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He's uh, he's a pretty interesting dude. He um, he came from the garment district, mm-hmm. so he he did run, but he wasn't really. He was a middle of the packer at, at best, mm-hmm. you know. So,
0: he actually became the uh, president of the New York
1: Roadrunners, and he was. He was a New York Roadrunners, yeah. Yeah, he as pretty much grew City it marathon. from
0: from yeah. to what it is today. And as you said, he came from the garment district, so he had he had the vision and you know the resources, I guess, or the contacts in order to grow it and get people to invest and donate. And,
1: and he was he was just enough of an odd bird to see where the marathon could go because in 1973-74, if you said this can be Fifteen thousand people. People, people are like, are you out of your mind? It's right. running. Who, who the hell cares about it? No, I mean, you're you're nuts. But he saw the vision. He knew what it could be. And like I said, he was just weird and crazy enough mm. to make it happen. Yeah. And and he was kind of a a salesman, you know, a snake oil salesman in a sense yes. where he could talk the Pope out of his hat, kind of a thing. Mm. Um, and he can make it happen. And he some things were underhanded. He like he would he talked about like how for years. That he didn't have to pay for the police and all that stuff. And he was like, yeah, they just give it to me for free. You know? yeah. And then the city was like, you motherfucker, you're bragging about this. So they started charging him for it. Yeah. You know?
0: There's a really good documentary out there about yeah. him. And I can't yeah. find it now. But, man, it's so good. It, it yeah. really, it, it really does... Uh, get into the growth of the New York City Marathon. I mean, it's about him, but it's 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 very interesting,
1: right? Well, I mean, to be fair, he is he is a New York City Marathon, and New York City Marathon is him. Mm. You know, it's kind of uh, one and the same. But the documentary is called "Run for Your Life." If oh, anybody's okay. interested in okay. seeing that, it's it,
0: uh, was it still on Netflix?
1: Uh, that I don't know. Um, you could, but you could find it on Amazon or you know. But he uh, he was definitely an odd dude, mm. and he was definitely paying runners to come in because up until basically the dream team with basketball, ev- you couldn't pay these folks. Mm. You know, they were just doing it for the love of the sport. It's free on Tubi. Ooh, okay, that's it's in you can get it on your TV or whatever. So yeah, he he was he wanted because he knew if. I'm getting fast times and getting the best runners, this race is going to grow. Yeah. You know, because back then, even to some extent, even now, if you get uh, your damn race in runner's world, that's going to bump up your numbers. Yeah. And how do you get your race on runner's world? Especially back then, you put fast people there. Um, Now it's kind of changed a little bit and they they kind of, uh, runner's world will kind of, you know, you know, pump up some races that are fun in different yeah. ways, and not necessarily fast, and not necessarily um, easy courses, but they're fun-loving kind of a thing. Um, but back in the '80s and '90s, you you didn't get into runners' world unless you had speedy people there. You know, right. they just they didn't they didn't talk about a marathon with a a two thirty two winner. Mm-hmm. You know? They they just didn't care about that. Mm. So so Fred knew that Fred and Fred knew the way to get. People to come in here is to pay him and slip him money under the table, and he was doing that left and right. Oh, okay. good, without question. Which, yeah, I mean, looking back on it, it's it's a it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But at the time, especially when athletes were amateurs, that was a no-no. I mean, you you got paid, you got screwed. Right. You know? I mean, Jim Jim Thorpe is a great example. I mean, he yes. had his gold medal taken away because he had played semi-professional baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the man died broke. Right, you know It's it, so. Well, off on a tangent here. Jim Thorpe is buried in Pennsylvania. Yes. Um, because that town paid for it. Because nobody else really cared.
0: There's an actual Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, and because they they said, yeah, we'll take him. You know, and they <laughs> and and that's how little we regard Jim Thorpe, who's probably
0: one of our, the best athletes. Yeah, of Yeah, maybe history. the
1: best ever in mm-hmm. terms of raw talent and. Just the man died broke. But anyway, let's get back to Fred LeBeau and yeah. paying people money. So um, I think that pretty much covers Fred, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, they had some 98, not 98, 81. Course was short by 170 yards. What, what was the deal with that?
1: Well, in New York construction's going on everywhere. Ah, you know, so it's bigger. pretty easy for the course to be a little different from year to year and it just happened to be one of these years where, um, you know, they they couldn't go a certain way and the course wound up being short. So, hundred 170 yards, which is 510 feet for a three-hour marathon is roughly 40 seconds. Okay. Which is significant and that's definitely with, definitely out of the range. So, in order for a course to be legit, there's a very small window of how short it can And I want to say it's 90 yards. It may be less than 90 yards. Okay. I, I think it's 90 yards or 30 feet. Okay. So um, it's – maybe it's 90 feet. Oh, no. What, whatever it is. It, it's a short amount, but there's a wiggle room there, a little bit over and a little bit under. Um, but clearly, this was way off. You know? Yeah. Um, so 40 seconds for three hour marathoner in 1981 and guess who the winner of the 1981 New York City marathon was for the men
0: our good friend yeah our good friend S- and buddy
1: our award right. winning award winning snotty that piece of shit Alberto Salazar Alberto Salazar yeah
0: <laughs> pour some out for him we yeah
1: <laughs> fuck that guy uh. <laughs> funny story my dad's PR is at the 1981 New York City marathon <laughs> and this,
0: if you listen to our last episode, this was the one where he ran it as a 43-year-old, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he ran 242, low 240, like 240 and 11 seconds. But as we know, in a marathon, you don't count the seconds. If you run 242.59 or 242.01, you ran a 240.42. Nobody counts the uh, seconds. And uh, so that was also before chip timing. Yes. Now, he thinks he lost about 2 minutes getting to the starting line. Having done New York 5 times with a much bigger crowd, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know, 2 minutes is a lot." So, were you there? Were you there when he ran the uh, I was there at the finish, yeah. I okay. would yeah, cuz at that at that point in time I was 47 at, you know, let <laughs> get some whole of the shit now. Uh 1981, I was 12. Okay, but yeah, I was there. I would I would go down every year um, because it was always a big deal. You know, you know the club had a big thing. They rented out a room in a you know nearby uh, hotel, It was kind of a big deal. We all went down there. Um, So that year when my dad ran two forty two, he placed four hundred eighty fourth out of one thousand, out of thirteen thousand two hundred people. Right. Yeah. So last year, Dennis. Dinif of the Netherlands. We have a, a nice segment of the Netherlands folks who listen to us. So maybe Dennis is one of them. Yeah, Dennis, bro, a... what's up, man? <laughs>
0: maybe like one percent of our listeners are from the from the Netherlands. Yeah. Oh, so we and love by the bunch. way,
1: I have family in Scotland. Where the fuck are you, people? <laughs> Come on, just show up for an episode or two for like five minutes. Just help me help yeah. a brother out here for crying it's out just... loud. Okay, so Dennis. In 2022, he ran the closest to my dad's 240, a time of two hours, 42 minutes, and five seconds. He ran 242.51. Now, my dad had 13,200 people. Dennis had 47,745 finishers, right? Okay. My dad finished 484th. Dennis finished 169th. Wow. With over three times as many people. Yeah. He finished well farther up than my my dad did. that just kind of tells you, like, nowadays, we take it as more of an accomplishment than Mm -hmm. a feat to go and do. Whereas back then, you raced every time. Mm -hmm. You didn't just want to finish and be like, yeah, it was great. I finished. I got a medal, and I could put it on Facebook because obviously (laughs) Facebook wasn't then. But, you know, back then, people took it a lot more serious than we do now. Right. Um,
0: it's kind of counterintuitive. Like, you didn't have the prestige that went along with it. You didn't have the super shoes. Right. You didn't have The garments. only thing in common
1: is nobody cared still. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, they don't know, you know?
0: Yeah. Hank could have rolled into the local pub there in your hometown and said, hey, I ran the New York Marathon, and I ran a, you know, I was 4'84". No one gives a shit. Right?
1: Yeah, and, and it's funny because I, would, I remember talking to my dad, and— so, my, my dad's been gone for a decade or plus, you know. But I remember talking to him about three hours mm-hmm. and how it, like, it was a big deal now for people to break three. He's like, yeah, back then nobody cared because you either broke it or you didn't. Yeah. Nobody really talked about if you were quick or not or fast until you ran under a 240, 45. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared. Wow. It's like, so three hours, Huh. Eh, great. Who cares? Try harder, you know. Yeah. Um, it's really strange how that, how that worked, you know. It was... Interesting I, to hear.
0: I think just that you have so many more people running marathons now, and they're not, like you said, they're not racing it. Mm. They're running to finish, right. and that's kind Bucket of list. diluted. Yeah. 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 So
1: It's interesting. It's interesting to see how it goes, it because is. the popularity has obviously exploded, you know? Absolutely. I mean, to go from 13,205 finishers to 47,745, it's a huge, I mean, it's right, night and day, um, and like the New York City Marathon now is a business in, in and of itself. That one race is a business. I mean, I'm sure the race director makes six figures a year yeah. on just. Is that it race. still
0: Mary Wittenberg? Is she still the head of the NYR? N- ah, uh, no, that
1: the I, I believed so. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I was getting six figures to put on that, I'd be I'd hold on to that for as long as I can. Shit, <laughs> you know. So well, let's get into Greta Weitz. Yeah. Probably the easily the winningest runner in New York history ever.
0: Nine-time winner. She's,
1: she was she was baller, and she uh, and she really formed a very good bond with Fred. They were like really tight. Yeah. He they because she could have gone to so many other races and run other 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 races and got better times. Um, because New York is a tough course. New York is not easy, man. It's it's a brutally tough course. So it's unique in its own way and so at this
0: point I since you've run it so many times you should probably talk a little bit about the course because um so you know, not not a lot of people 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 who haven't run it, you know, you hear how tough it is, but what what makes it so
1: tough? The bridges. Okay. The bridges are a motherfucker. But don't it, you get hit immediately? Yep. The start it with starts the bridge. on the Staten Island Bridge. Mm. So when it says it starts in, you know, it runs through five boroughs. The Staten Island part of it's uh, generous because it the race actually starts on the bridge. So I don't know if that counts as Staten Island. I mean, I guess if the bridge is 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 considered part of Staten island but it's over the water so you're not actually starting on land you're starting on a bridge mm-hmm. and it goes straight up if you're hoping to run a seven minute mile average your first mile is going to be 742 yeah maybe even eight
0: well not to mention you're starting so you're kind of stuck in the corral still yeah with
1: with the 3 other people yeah yeah clipping elbows and everybody mm-hmm. so my first time doing New York, I was pacing. In fact, I, I've only paced it. I've never raced it. And I was up in the front, I was pacing the 315 group for the women. The women started in orange. So it starts on a double-decker bridge and the marathon takes the whole top, both in-going and outgoing for the traffic and it takes the bottom right too. And if you're in the bottom right, that's the worst place to start because it rains Every time the marathon is on. Okay. You know, because you you just get peed on. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. Now I am standing around. I'm in a corral with nothing but women. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm looking around and all of a sudden a woman just drops down. I'm like, what happened? And all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, she's peeing. Okay, never <laughs> don't look at her. Just turn the other way. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh but what are you gonna do? You're up there. There is there's no Johns to go to. You know, you, mm. you just gotta you just gotta pee. And it was just and Runners at some point in time just don't care. Yeah, I they think don't give a shit. I think you see it a lot more too at the big races. I
0: just had a friend that ran Berlin, and he said they just drop. Tra- they don't care.
1: Mm. Not at all. So,
0: and um, I'm at the start of the Marine Corps Marathon, and yeah. uh, the national anthem's playing, and <laughs> there's a guy into my right takes the old soccer knee. <laughs> Yeah. With a And he pulls a paper cup out of his pocket and he's
1: just <laughs> pissing into a paper cup. We, we, we have no at all. We're the worst. I'm like, we okay. We are terrible. Yeah. We are terrible. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's now... So, there's three different sections, orange, green, and blue. And the sections don't show up at the same time. Like, I want to say orange and blue kinda of blend in at like three and a half miles and okay. then the green comes in at like seven miles. So it's not like you get over the bridge and everybody come comes in. So it's really strange how they and they've got to measure the course um, three different times, you know, because the orange is gonna start at in a different spot on the bridge than the than the blue because of where they meet up and the greens going to start in, in, in a different spot so they're not all lined up you know it's 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 amazing how they go and do it and now keep in mind when you when you start it's basically a made up village cuz there's 45,000 people hanging out in this right. one spot and they have these speakers giving you instructions on the race and they give the same instructions in like five different languages. Yeah, it's wow. like the fucking UN, man. It's crazy. <laughs> and it's not like you'll see somebody with an Italian jersey on and then you look over here and there's someone with like a Japanese flag on his chest. You'll see like 15 people with the Italian things on all huddled huddled together and a different country here and a different one, one, one here. It's unbelievable. I mean... It's like the UN. I swear to God, it's like the <laughs> UN there. It's amazing. It, it's just so great to go and see. So you take off on this race, and the only time there are not crowds, three and six people deep, is when you're on the bridges. That's the only okay. time. When you're on the street, it's packed. Yeah. Everybody comes out. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that New York is the largest single-day spectator event in the world. With okay. over two million people watching can, the yeah. race on the the street, um, but the bridges are tough because mm-hmm. they they when you're driving them they don't seem bad, mm-hmm. but when you're running them, yeah. ooh they got some. And then you go back down. Well, them yeah, too.
0: that's what, I mean you eventually have to come down. So yeah,
1: and then Central Park Central Park's a motherfucker too, man. That that last four four miles in Central Park is not flat. You are running up and down hills and. You, I mean, you're already 20 miles in, yeah. and you're beaten to hell out of. And it's like, yep, there's more hills here. You're <laughs> like, oh my god, you got to be kidding me. Um, huh. But there's, there's, so before I, I got to pace it. My dad was telling me about the first time you go into, um, Manhattan. You come over the Queensboro Bridge, mm-hmm. and it kind of make a sharp left onto First. Avenue. And he said, when you get to the top of the bridge, he's like, listen, you're gonna hear a sound that sounds like a truck going by. But if you pay attention, you notice it's constant, which is not a truck. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Yeah. And and he's like, and as you get closer, it'll get louder and louder, and you realize it's actually the crowd. Yeah. So the first time I was pacing it, which this is funny, I showed up without a watch on. I had a pace band but it the largest marathon in the world and I don't have and I'm a pacer and I don't have a watch on like what the fuck am Did I you doing? forget it so I, I wound up I had a pace band that told me where I was supposed to be every mile and when I started it took me 12 seconds across the starting line so I just took 12 seconds and the the race has a clock every every mile okay, so I just okay. I just took 12 seconds off but I didn't tell anybody that <laughs> you know I didn't say anything when I was doing it. I'm like shit oh my god um, so When I was pacing the first time, I was telling people like, hey, you're going to hear the sound of a truck. You hear it? And everybody's listening. And it was so cool because everything my dad said played out perfectly. So I sound like I know what I'm doing. It's the first time I'm ever doing it. I'm like, yay! And I'm going down. like, listen, it's getting louder. It's getting louder. And everybody's just enthralled. I'm like, and we're going to make a left turn and the sound is going to explode because it's like a mile down first avenue. And I'm like, this is going to be the closest to finishing up at the Olympic marathon any of us are ever gonna have i said so take this mile in said even if we run 15 or 20 seconds too fast and we blow up and lose three or four minutes this mile is gonna be worth it yeah and we make the turn and i'm just looking around at at the people in in my group their shoulders are up their knees are coming up they're like their eyes are popping out of their fucking heads and it was just so cool to see i was like i'm like thanks dad man you made this perfect um and it's just a noise tunnel, and of mm. course I got the balloons and I'm waving, making it yeah. worse. And everybody's going crazy, uh, you know. So that it's was a good pretty pacer, cool. wood. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was exactly what I'm what I'm supposed to do yeah. as a pacer. So that that was awesome. That's um awesome. You know. So uh, and my dad would tell me stories about the stuff he did there. Like he said he would put in a in a ziploc bag. He would put 20, 20, 20 bucks in a ziploc bag in a sock. Okay. So or or in his his shorts, you know, wherever. And when he got done, he would roll up to the nearest bar and just start drinking. And he would have his, his, his singlet on and his number on and they would never charge him. And he would just leave him a 20, a $20 oh, you know, yeah. tip and roll out trashed. You nice. Know? <laughs> so that, that was, that was pretty, that's, that's pretty epic stuff. And my dad ran New York like 14 times. So he oh, has wow. a lot of stories from there. Yeah. yeah. He loved doing it. Whereas me, I, I and, and he raced every time, mm. you know, he didn't just, you know, he, he didn't pace like, you know, because I padded a lot of my stats with pacing gigs, you know, mm-hmm. which was great. I loved it. My dad would never, would never pace. It's like, oh, if you're going to do it, you're going to put the number on race, the damn thing, you know. So, yeah, he's um, probably disappointed in you. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, but New York's amazing. It's, it's a zoo. You're going to be, unless you're running, Two forty-five, you're gonna be bumping elbows with somebody. I mean, if you're breaking three, you're still clipping mm-hmm. elbows. If you're running a three 5, fifteen, you are clipping elbows the whole way, the whole twenty-six miles. It's amazing. It's it's just insane. Um, so yeah, so to, for Greta Weitz to win it nine times. Oh, we're back so on her. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so for her to win a nine nine times, uh, she's clearly the the most decorated. Winner in New York yeah. history. Nobody's gonna gonna touch it. Nobody's well, possibly
0: gonna beat it. marathoner overall. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, she was just, you know. And and we did talk about in the first episode her shitting herself in the New York yeah, City marathon and, and stuff. But and she, she did, she
0: thing. did, uh, she did lose the Joe Manoy in '84 for the Summer Olympics. too. Yeah, yeah. So
1: so she didn't get ten. I think she'll be okay. <laughs> well, she just like, um, what's her name is dead too, and. Did I ruin this? Uh, no, no. Okay. Not. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was young also. What? Fifty-eight?
0: I think fifty-eight. She, she Yeah, she. Yeah, 50, cancer. How old was she when she she did have cancer? Uh, Fifty-seven.
1: Mm.
0: But she won London too.
1: Yeah, it's almost my my time. Fifty-seven. I'm getting there.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> let's hurry <laughs> up with on, this episode. Tommy. before. Yeah, let's get this episode done. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, of course, in the last twenty five years, it's just been taken over. But, yeah, by Kenyans. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. As suspected, but now, uh, we had two 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 great Americans that that did win it in the last few years. Uh, Shalane Flanagan, which was a huge. That yes. was a, that was an awesome performance. Yeah, and when she's finished, and when she's up, come out, fuck, fuck yeah! Yeah, that <laughs> was turned, man. Yeah, that I was tell really you cool. what, I was watching that, and I was like, man, that got me so pumped up. Just her. That was good. Yeah, that was yeah. that was
1: definitely good. But you know. New York gives the money, but it's just a hard race. So yeah. I don't know if some people are turned off because it's so hard. They want to run a fast time. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. you're not going to run a personal best at New York. You're, I mean, and if you do, you you haven't run a lot of other flat races because, like, so the the women's record at New York is uh, Margaret Akai. Acha- oh God! Oh, here we go. Ako. <laughs> KO, sorry. Margaret Akeo. She ran 2.22. You look at the other races. Boston is 2.19. Chicago is 2.13. London is 2.15. Tokyo is 2.16. Berlin is 2.11. You know, that's drastically slower. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Mutai has a men's time of two hours and five minutes. Boston is two hours and three. Chicago's two two hours. London, 2.01. Tokyo, 2.02. Berlin, Two hundred one, it's it's clearly slower, mm. and it's yeah. not for a lack of, of money because New York gives out a nice chunk of change. I mean, New York, I think it's a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, which is way more than everything except Boston. Well, I well, guess not more. Chicago's the same. Yeah, Boston's one hundred and fifty, I believe.
0: Speaks to the difficulty of the course, then. It's fucking hard, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. It's
1: hard. It's so I'm not gonna run it. Fucking, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> But you can qualify with it. Yeah, you, marathon. you can get a, a, a half marathon a, time too. Yeah, right? yeah, you can get a and and again, it's it's a qualifying time for a guaranteed entry. It's not, you know, you know, yeah. Like if you're a four hour runner and you want to, there's there's no Boston qualifying time for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right. and and that's the okay. same for Chicago, Berlin, London, uh, Tokyo. I think is strictly a lottery. I think of of the majors I think uh Tokyo is the only one that doesn't have any kind of stipulation where if you run a certain time we'll we'll let you get in.
0: But it's a race that does attract a lot of celebrities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of celebrities have run it. Yeah. Jared from uh Subway. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, he 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 been like 7 hours. Jeez. He was he was too busy looking at the kids. <laughs> Fucking creepy prick. <laughs> God I, God, I hope somebody stabs him eight times like they did Larry Nasser.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah, fuck God, those I'm people. Hoping. Those guys in jail, right? Don't they get mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher.
1: Yeah, whoop do. doo Yeah. Did, oh, I have a Lance story because Lance ran it twice.
0: He did. He yeah, did. So did Chelsea Clinton.
1: Did she really? She did. Oh. Yeah,
0: do yeah, you want to know what she did?
1: Uh, I'm gonna guess she didn't ran like 427. 420. Okay. 34. I mean, yeah. Okay. That's that's not bad. That's good. Good for her. Speaking um, of what, speaking of which, what do you get marks. when you cross a crooked politician with a crooked lawyer? Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we
0: are a nonpartisan podcast, ladies and gentlemen.
1: We offend everybody. We don't care. Uh, um, let Let's see. Some so, these- oh my my land story. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was my first year or my second year pacing New York, but um, I was in the right, the the left side in the orange with the women. And on the other side was where Lance was. Now, because we don't start at the same spot on the bridge, Mm -hmm. when they caught us, it was about a half mile in. And I could tell he was coming up because it was big news. He was running. Um, And you could kind of tell because you could hear the people in back cheering and we kind of come up as like a little wave. And um, this was right at the time he was dating one of the Olsen twins, right? <laughs> or rumored to be dating. And as he's coming up, then the crowd is making the, the noise. And I said this knowing he's not going to hear me, but I did it for the people around me and for my own satisfaction. I was like, yeah, seven tours is nice, but an Olsen twin, that's impressive. <laughs> and again, I'm surrounded by women and my asshole mouth is saying stuff yes. like this. Did what
0: you get I, a few chuckles?
1: He, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay good. Good. Um, but I think I want to say, what he ran like two fifty two the first time, and then ran... he did. He actually ran impressive. Uh, two forty three the second yeah. time. Two forty five. No, a lot
0: better than Kevin Hart, who ran a four yeah. hour and
1: five minute race. <laughs> and oh, Pamela Amber Anderson did. She article. did, yeah. and she. So she ran. Finished up with two black eyes. Excuse me. Finished <laughs> up with two black eyes. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> Two black eyes. Okay, she ran a five. Because she has big tits, and he would hit her in her face. <laughs> we have gone off the rails, man. She she finished Jesus. in a time
0: of five hours and forty one minutes, but she got dragged because she posted a picture afterwards. And she looked like she had been run over by a New York City street sweeper. <laughs> and, she, and people were just like, no shit, bitch. It's a hard fucking yeah. a marathon. Yeah. You can't phone it in.
1: <laughs> and I remember Lance saying after the first one, that was the hardest thing he had ever done. Yeah. Um, I read an article that, that about the lip, time that he lip ran service it. at the time, you know. <laughs>
0: What was that? Yeah,
1: with Lance, it's just it's Jesus Christ, man! It's lip service. He's just saying it because he just ran it. He's going to say it's the hardest thing. I mean, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. no way running a marathon is harder than the Tour de France. No, no. He actually, although I've never done a marathon with a shit ton of drugs in me, so that could be. Yeah, it might be easier with drugs. I don't know. Uh, Atlantis Morissette set ran. It? Oh yes, yes, Canadian, eh?
0: Isn't it ironic? Yeah. Uh, just like that song. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah.
1: He ha- uh, didn't he have a decent time? No, Will Will Farrell had a decent time, right? Yeah,
0: I, I, I don't know what I I, I sh- I'll find Will Farrell, but I just um Go on, I'll look up. Will, uh Tom Cruise did not run it, but guess what? <laughs> Katie Holmes did. At the time yes. they were they were they were dating or married, I guess. Then husband
1: Tommy Cruise. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, no. Will Farrell ran 504. Oof. Yeah. Which I mean Again, when we talk about, you know, what is it you're trying to prove? Like mm-hmm. we did in the last episode, if you, if you're just trying to finish a marathon, then then who cares? You know? But yeah, you, we shouldn't you, you shit do whatever on these, you. Got to do.
0: Yeah, we shouldn't shit on these celebrities. Because no, no, they're no. they're running for. No,
1: no yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's shoot them. But they're running really, for charities. Yeah, we're gonna shit on them for other reasons when we yeah. get to the next episode about uh, celebrity runners. Uh, perfect, yeah. yeah.
0: So and yeah, and P Diddy ran a four hour and uh, uh, fourteen minute. So. Good for him. Yeah, who fucking cares? Uh so but all of that, so the reason why I do you think it's you think there's the Oprah effect? Like she ran it and so
1: Yeah, and actually Oprah has three marathons under her belt, New York, Chicago, and Marine Corps. With New York easily being harder, Chicago being the easiest, and her fastest time was at New York. Four Uh, hours, twenty nine minutes, and I believe forty seconds. Okay, that's the Mendoza line. That that's the one. As a pacer, everybody wants to beat her time.
0: You know? Yeah, that's I. Did, that's it. Did you finish? Did I beat Oprah? That's that's the yeah. one now. Right?
1: And that's something I use for people who are on the fence about doing a marathon, or people who have done one and not sure if they're going to do another one. I'm like, yeah, I got a bit of information to tell you that you're either going to be jazzed up or you're going to quit. I'm like, Oprah's done three of them. Yeah.
0: So there there are some celebrities that are running this year's. 2023 oh, TCS. give Year's. it to me. Give it to me. Well, they use the term celebrity rather loosely here because I don't recognize 90% of these people.
1: Yeah, they, they never mentioned me when I would, did it five times. The, of
0: course, yeah. Uh, geez. I, like, I could mention these. I could roll these names out. Now, you might know this guy, Zidane Chara.
1: Yes, a uh, hockey player for the Boston Bruins. He's like uh, nine feet, yes. seven inches tall. He's six gigantic. Nine. He's 6 The man's a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> so... No, you're thinking about it the wrong way. He's a tripod because he needed to hold oh. use his stick to hold himself up in the ice. So he had two legs oh, and a stick. Okay, yeah, sorry, see, yeah. tripod because he's so tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um He's also hung like a small horse. <laughs> from what I've been that's, told. That's that's, that's the about the only big that's like
0: the biggest name that I can even pull out of this list. Uh I mean
1: they, they He's say, not gonna do well either. Well, like example, He's, he's YouTube, not gonna be fast. YouTube's, he's too tall to be fast. No, he's probably not gonna yeah, do He's very too well. tall. God bless him. Uh, what, what is what is he? Six foot seven. Six. He's 6'9". Six 6'9", nine. Six nine, Yeah. So he's, you put
0: that guy in hockey.
1: You put him in skates. Yeah. He's like seven four. He's,
0: I mean, he's got to be one of the best defensemen. In the
1: league. Yeah. 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 But for running, that, that's just he's just way too tall. No. You, you, it's like being four eleven and playing basketball. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is this Spud Webb, you know, once in a lifetime person. But unless you're unless you're six four, you're not going to be good at basketball. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I think that's that's the episode, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, what, what else can I can I babble on about with this one here? Oh, oh the end of the oh, marathon. When you finish. When you're done, that's the worst.
0: So a race of this size, you've got to have like oh. just, I'm sure, with the Athletes Village at the beginning of a race,
1: at the end of the race Beating to get you and, uh, yeah, the, your food, your dry bag, yeah. So they have. When I did it, they had UPS trucks lined up in both sides of of the street, and depending on where your number is, is where you had to walk to. Mm-hmm. I was lucky because being a pacer, okay, yeah. you went right off to the side. Pacing's a I, good game. I mean, they, yeah, it was a great game. <laughs> I mean, they would have a heated tent in the morning that was catered. Oh, freaking, They treated us so well. It was great. Um, but if you had if you had a high number you could easily walk three quarters of a mile before you got to your your spot. And, and I'm talking a truck on both sides of the street yeah for three quarters imagine that three quarters of a mile. Yeah. It's oh it was a Ho Chi Minh death March. <laughs> ridiculous. Um, now I was told that you didn't have to pay for like the subway or the bus. Um, so I never did because we used to have our room in Queens so we'd have to take like the subway to a train to a to a bus to get there um, and one year when I was doing it I'm on the bus and I'm saying like yeah 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 you know when you have your number on you can get in for free and the bus driver's like yeah that's not actually true we just don't <laughs> care I'm like oh shit I've been doing this the whole time not giving a fuck you know yeah. I'm like yeah so that it was but it's such an amazing race I mean if you're a marathoner living on the East Coast, I think there are three marathons you have to try and do: Boston, New York, and Marine Corps. Um, they're just iconic. They're once in a lifetime for a lot of people, and they're they're different in their own way. I mean, Boston is that snob trot factor to it. Yeah. Um, Marine Corps with all the jarheads and the military folks makes it like none. Mother, and New York is just in a completely different world. It's amazing. Uh, it's it's you're gonna again you're gonna be bumping elbows. You're going to be it's gonna be crowded. Uh, you're you're gonna be choppy with your stride. Mm. Your your quads are gonna be beaten up because your your stride is so choppy. So you don't run into the person in front of you. Yeah. And it sounds awful, but if you're expecting it, it's fucking amazing because you're never gonna experience that in any race ever. For that long, it's just it's just amazing. But the
0: experience, I think,
1: it's incredible. Yeah, 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 it's incredible. And yeah. a
0: close fourth to that is the Dismal Swamp Marathon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, nicely played! That was done. That was done. That was, that was nicely done. Yeah, good job. All right,
0: Snotties, nice. this has been Episode Twelve, the New York City Marathon, and we covered some celebrity marathons. So uh, please feel free to comment. Let us know. Uh, have you run it? Do you want to run it? If you have no experience, please share with us. Uh, we like to hear it. Or just yeah. tell us to fuck
1: off. Yeah. That's fine, yeah. too.
0: Uh, I, I feel like the comments, other than the recent email that I got, has kind of dropped off because I think people are a little bit you know, scared that we might mention them on air. And make fun of them? And make fun of them. Well, yeah, we are. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. So
1: yeah. are you
0: brave enough, Snotties? Yeah. <laughs> Are you are you scared? Do you have what it takes? Do you have what it takes to be a snotty? So the next
1: episode is going to be, hmm, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we're working some
0: things behind the scenes. Yeah. It's, it's an interview be a sur- which
1: you're excited about. You're very happy about. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah.
0: We might have it. We might have somebody lined up. For yeah, the movie. hopefully.
1: Yeah. Fingers. Well, you're hoping. Um. Anyway.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it goes, but stay tuned, Snotties, because something big is in the works. So. We
1: may talk about something completely different because we fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, that's <you> typical <laughs> of us, you know.
0: Just roll with us, yeah.
1: Yeah, but if something comes out that seems too good to be true, yeah, we we pulled some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But anyway,
0: all right, guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate it.
1: Peace out, bitches.
0: The snot rocket podcast is a blair court production listen subscribe and rate on spotify and apple podcast like and follow on facebook and instagram at snot rocket podcast